Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast for female coaches who are ready to focus on their expertise and scale their business while their systems do the rest. I'm your host, Rebecca Marioki, a systems and automations expert with a knack for anything on a spreadsheet, a mom of three beautiful kids, including twins, a wife and a business owner. For years, I wanted to be in control of my income and wealth while making impact, but I struggled to see how I could do this while working my hectic corporate job. I dabbled into the online business world, but soon realized that the overwhelm of wearing all the hats in my business meant that I couldn't run things the way I had always done. And that's why I started this podcast, to show you the possibilities of where you could take your coaching business with the right systems in place to better manage your tasks, teams, clients, you name it. Tune in every week for actionable steps to help you go from busy solopreneur to boss CEO so you can scale your business with ease, stay in your zone of genius and have the time to do the things that light you up. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 34 of the Solo to CEO podcast. Welcome to our first guest interview of the year. Now, I interviewed Lauren Wingate a few months ago, actually, but I thought this would be a perfect guest episode to start off the year with because mindset is one of the things I totally underestimated when I started my business. And even to date, I still have to remind myself to lead all my decisions on how I spend my time first with working on my mind before I head into the strategies and even the planning and the systems, because really everything that is great in life starts with the right mindset. Now, Lauren Wingate is an amazing human being. Oh my goodness. I totally love this episode. And she's committed to helping people change their lives by releasing energetic and mental blocks and shifting their vibration to live a life with an open and free mind as they manifest and expand their capacity for whatever success they seek in life. How powerful is that? So I'm going to leave you to it. Enjoy the podcast episode and definitely link up with Lauren. Her website is lauren at laurenwingate.com and we will be uploading her links in the show notes. So let's get to the show. Enjoy. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast. Thank you, Rebecca. It's so nice to be here and share with your listeners about what I do. And I am an energy intuitive. I have the gift of vision and I help people with their own intuition by using mine and um, help to shift their energy vibration and the expansion of it. So I also am able to see the blocks that people have in their bodies. A lot of times that's caused by stress. So I'm able to go in, see that. And also I get visions of why they have the block. So it's it's valuable for my clients because uh, sometimes they just don't know why the blocks are there or what the blocks are. So that's really the beauty of my work. It's very powerful. I love it. Oh, I love it. It sounds so intriguing. So maybe give us a background of how you got to helping clients with dealing with subconscious blocks. 
Sure. So I knew from a very early age, I had the gift of vision and the messages that I received. Um, I knew not to share them with anyone. I don't know why I knew that, but I did. And through the years, I would get visions that were very powerful. And I started really going into the work of helping other people when I was in my kind of late 30s. So I was a not really a late bloomer, but back in that time, people weren't really talking about energy vibration. So I slowly dipped my toe in the water and started helping people. And um, it was powerful, but I didn't do it as full time. I just didn't fully step into it. And it's really just been in the last few years that I have stepped into it full time, even though I've been sort of playing with it for 20 years. And the more that I do it, uh, the more powerful it has become. And I work with people all over the world. It doesn't matter. I remember the first time I worked with somebody, I'm in the United States and I worked with someone in India and I thought, oh, my gosh, how is this going to work? How is this going to work? How am I going to be able to tune into this person? And what I've really learned, even though I had read that, but then I experienced it for myself for the first time. Energy knows no bounds. And there, there's so much beauty in that. So the second I got on the phone with this person in India, I was able to tune in right away. I can't explain to you how that works. I just know that it does. And I just know that no matter where you are on the planet, given permission, if I turn my high beams on you, I can just dial in. I kind of call myself the heat sink missile and, and see where you are and share with you what's coming up for you. Um, and at the same time, clear the blocks energetically, which raises the person's vibration, which is what this work is all about. And I love it. I love it. I love helping people get out of those mental prisons, which is really what they are. Amazing. I mean, this sounds so, so intriguing. And maybe just give us an overview of what exactly, you know, high vibration, low vibration means, especially in the context of running a business. Because I think even before I started my coaching business, which I run now, whenever I would hear the word vibration, I always used to think it's just some woo thing that, you know, I don't need to even know about. I just need to be focused on doing what I am doing and, you know, doing all the doing of the business and not really thinking about how I am thinking or how my mental well-being is affecting the results I'm seeing in my business. So tell us in the context of business, how your vibration can come into play. Sure. That's a great question, by the way, Rebecca. And uh, it's vital when you have a business, especially as an entrepreneur, but even if you're, say, a corporate girl, it all applies. So think of it in these terms. Every word carries an energy vibration. So let's say you use the word, we'll go with love and hate. When you're in a place of hate, it's a stressful place. It usually is associated with anger, which is a very strong 
energy. That should make sense to anyone. When you're really angry, you know, your body gets very tense. It affects your hormone levels. It affects your adrenaline levels. And you're really in your head versus if you think about love, and I will relate this to business, but if you think about love, you really go into your heart. And that's a place where the vibration is actually really high because each person, when they're in their hearts and thinking about love, it releases oxytocin in the body. Um, so the body is really affected. And you think about energy goes down to the cellular level. So it is very incumbent upon us to start seeing ourselves as energy beings because that's what we are. So let's take that and relate it to business. And let's say you are in business for yourself or, as I said, the corporate girl or whatever it is. And when you think about that business, what thoughts do you have around that? Those thoughts carry energy and that energy is either a higher vibration or a lower vibration. So let's say that you're um, running your own business and you're bringing clients in and a client signs up for your business. Oh, well, you're, you're thrilled. You're super happy inside. You've just raised your energy vibration. And at the same time, you want to be able to give your best to that client. So that raises your energy vibration. When we're able to reach out and help other people, it gives us a sense of purpose, keeps us in a place of task, and your energy is pouring out to that other person, and then they start feeling that. So in coaching, for example, you're sharing information. They're sharing with you maybe something negative in their business or whatever's going on in their lives. And then you go back and offer solutions, which is actually a higher energy vibration, which they are then receiving. And then we'll take the business where, oh, money is a really good one. Money is a form of energy vibration. So let's say someone's business isn't doing as well as they would like financially. So that causes stress, right? Yeah. And then that stress transfers or is already in the body and you start to freeze up mentally and that takes you to a low vibration. So does that make sense? I love that how you've explained it is literally everything that we see matter is just energy yes. and explaining it the way you've explained it means we're either in one state or another high vibration or low vibration. So where does one start when you know that you have a lot of, you know, mindset blocks and you know that you need to clear them, but you really don't know where to start. What would you advise someone Sure. So when I work with my clients, what I want to do and what I want to get across to them is I don't want people judging themselves. Mm -hmm. So when you start listening to your thoughts, it's not always a fun ride. <laughs> it's because <laughs> our thoughts can be really negative. And then when we hear them as in a negative space, then we start judging them. So now we're kind of at war with ourselves and being at war is not a good place to be. That's a real low vibration that raises all kinds of stress levels. As we talked about our hormone levels, our cortisol, I mean, it's just like 
you there's no way when you're in a in a state of war with your mind that you can go into your heart so what I like to tell people I love visuals visuals are very helpful when you're trying to understand concepts that you can't see right and so it's hard to see energy unless you're watching it in motion like somebody running that's you know big energy going forward and so what I like to do is tell people to imagine that they are at a bird's eye view looking down on themselves so like in architecture they talk about a bird's eye view and then they talk about a worm's eye view right so if you're a worm you're looking up at the world if you're a bird you're looking down on the world so let's imagine that you are going to observe yourself and I want and I encourage my clients to observe themselves from a bird's eye view and the beauty of that is the word was observe observation observation is what scientists do to create their theories so they don't judge their job is not to judge their job is to observe so you go to that bird's eye view and you kind of look down at your world and watch yourself sort of navigate in your world, whether you're getting in the car to go somewhere, whether you're meeting someone, those people that are in your life that might not serve you energetically, you start seeing that in a very different way. And again, you're not in a place of judgment. So there's a lot of beauty in that. And I really encourage people to make that separation because when you go into judgment, that's a low vibration. Oh, yes. So are there any like day-to-day -day practices that someone could use or practice in order to start shifting from that low vibration to start living in that high vibration as much as possible? Yes, and that another, you, you are very good at asking questions. So when you're in your heart, that's a high vibration part of your body. And it's a place you can go once you get to a place where you feel safe in your heart. Some people feel like, oh, my heart is too vulnerable. And we all know that, let's say you were in a love relationship and the love relationship broke up and there's drama and you didn't want it to break up, but it did. Uh, there's that aspect of it. And then there's maybe there's a death that has happened or even loving yourself. Oh, my gosh, that's really hard for most people to do. So let's take our heart, which, by the way, has more neurons than the brain. Most people don't know that, but it's true. Our hearts are very powerful and it's a very powerful tool to help us go through our day. It's the first place that when I first start working with people, I want them to start. I want them in their hearts. Well, how do I get there? I don't feel safe going there. And it's like, it's okay. We're, we're not going to put thoughts around that. We're gonna do an action step, which helps us go there. So the first thing I encourage people to do is sit in a quiet place, even if that quiet place is in your car that you're getting ready to drive to another place. And let's say you're going to go to a, a challenging meeting or you're going to be sitting in traffic or this or that. Or before you even get out of bed in the morning, I encourage people to get quiet with their mind, which isn't always easy to do. That's why this physical is very helpful. I invite them to uncross their arms and their legs. I invite them to close their eyes and for about less than 30 seconds, you can go into your heart. So 
I ask them to take a deep breath in and hold it. And as they release that breath, imagine that you're breathing out through your heart. So we're really putting energy into the heart. And we do that three times. We take another deep breath in and hold. And then we imagine breathing out through our hearts. Do that a third time. Deep breath in and hold. Breathe out through your heart. Keep your eyes closed and feel the shift in your body. Feel that shift of you going into your heart. And as you start doing this, it's going to become stronger so your heart's not feeling vulnerable and weak. It's going to start feeling stronger. That's the first step. Then there are several other steps, which is what I do when I work with my clients. But that's a really good first step. And once you do that a few times with your eyes closed, you start to feel that shift in your body, even though it might be subtle. You just do it. You just keep doing it. Oh, my gosh. You do that in less than 30 seconds. That's pretty easy, right? And so then when you're driving, you don't have, obviously, you wouldn't close your eyes, but you can do that breathing exercise. So if you catch yourself in your mind and all the loops in your mind are going around and around and you are unable to pull out of that, you just say, oh, I'm going to do my breathing exercise now. I need to go into my heart. And that's the beginning of how you start to feel this. So even speaking with you right now, and I know with my clients, I know when they're in their heads and I know when they're in their hearts. And I can feel that you're in your heart right now because we've had sort of this energy exchange. Do you feel that? Yes, yes, yes. I was actually about to say I feel sort of relaxed just hearing you say that yes even though I wasn't really practicing it but just yes. the thought of doing that breathing exercise understanding how to use it not just breathe in and breathe out but understanding how to use it to channel that energy towards your heart is great and I didn't even know that the heart has more neurons than the brain so that was a really interesting thing that I've learned today I know isn't that funny and I just want to add I'm not advocating, I want you out of your head forever. The head is a very powerful tool. The heart is equally as powerful. So why wouldn't you want to use all aspects of your body to help you go through your day, to help you go through your life, and especially running a business, because that's what this is about. You want to elevate yourself so your business is successful. And you have a really good power base, which is yourself. I'm popping in here quickly because you're going to love this new free resource I just created for you. Introducing my brand new revamped Find Your CEO Personality Quiz. Are you trying to figure out how to possibly handle one more thing on your plate while you're juggling so many other things already? You're wondering how to create capacity to serve more clients, but your running list of things to do in your business just never gets shorter. Never mind those 12-hour working days that you thought would be past you by now. Don't ask me how I know. In less than two minutes, you'll get to discover your CEO personality and find out your next best move based on your quiz results to get off the busy work and onto the real CEO tasks that we both know you need to get back to scaling your revenue and serving more clients while having that much needed time off your business. 
head over to rebeccak.co forward slash quiz. I will also have the link in the show notes to get your customized CEO plan right away. Yeah, I love that. I think this is going to be so practical for the everyday female entrepreneur, especially because we're so busy doing all the things. Yes. And I know people talk about journaling and visualizing and, you know, all the things saying affirmations. Do you recommend that we do any of those practices as part of this exercise to get more into our, you know, heart set? I absolutely do. And what I would encourage people to do before they write out an affirmation, before they journal, whatever those practices are to move them in a direction to better themselves, I would encourage them to do that heart exercise. So a lot of times when we're journaling, we're having to release some things that are bothering us, which is typically in our heads. And so absolutely, we want you to purge that information on paper, or we're writing about um, observing ourselves and, and some good things that have happened. So I would do that heart breathing exercise to take myself there so I can go deeper with myself. That's really important because at the end of the day, you want to be the best friends with yourself. (laughs) You want to love yourself. Nobody else is going to love you like you do. And that's a hard one for people. So you start with that heart exercise and then going to affirmations. You do the same thing. You want to breathe through your heart when you're doing affirmations with yourself. Affirmations are a great example of a higher vibration of energy. Those are really positive words. And of course, the repetition of those words, the repetition of going into your heart helps to instill that information So you can start thinking in a better way for yourself. Oh, amazing. And I think to me, it feels like self-care. It's just that every time we think of self-care, we think of self-care for your physical body. And we don't focus as much on self-care for your mind because just like you need to exercise your body and take care of your body, you need to take care of your mind and exercise your mind as well. So I think these are really great practical ways that you've broken it down and explained to us how it works and why it is so important for us to move into that higher level of vibration. So I know you talked about the gift of vision that you've had from a young age. So maybe tell us a bit about how that's related to intuition and how we can lean more in our intuition in making decisions. Um, because a lot of people in business, or at least the clients that I support, are very much, you know, data driven. And that's how I am as well. Maybe it's because I'm like that. I am an Enneagram type six and we love our data. We love making data driven decisions and using hard facts to sort of decipher what's going to happen in the future. And leaning more into that intuition is definitely something I've been learning to do of late, as opposed to just staying in my head and, you know, leaning on to the facts and the figures. So how can we lean more in our intuition and how is it related to, you know, the gift of vision that you talked about as well? Right. Okay. 
So how do we go more into our intuition and how does that relate to my gift of vision? So a really good way to explain that to folks that are in a data-driven field, which you're you're saying, so that means you're you're very analytical thinkers. And I get a lot of clients who are analytical thinkers and yeah. need to really start creating more balance in their lives because you can't live in an analytical box your whole life or you're gonna be missing too much. So mm -hmm. a way to think about that is intention. So intention carries a vision. And we talk about imagination with intention. We talk about how am I going to start my day? How is my day going to unfold? What does my day look like? I have the intention and the analytical mind can relate to intention. And then we are going to take that a step further and see the imagination of intention and visualize that intention going forward. So in the gift of vision that I have and having had this from a very early age, I am able to visually see and get a, a backdrop of what goes on in a person's life. So let me give you an example of that. I'll get on the phone with a client and let's say it's a first session I have with someone. And so what I like to do is walk them through that heart breathing exercise, have them do that on their own while I start tuning into what's going on in their minds. Then I'm given a vision of what that is. Let's say someone, and I don't know this person, I prefer not to know who the people are, and I might be given a vision, oh my gosh, you are standing at a real crossroads in your life. And I'm given a vision of them standing on a path and maybe there are you know, three or four different paths for them to continue on. And then in, in the process of that, that gives the person a, a really good visual. Well, yeah, that is going on for me. And then I start sharing with them what, each path entails that they're trying to decipher which is best for them. So that's a really good example of a vision. There oftentimes I'll get a vision of something that happened in the person's childhood. And the visions that I receive are the ones that the client is ready to let go of. It's kind of sitting just under the surface. And uh, that's really the exciting part of my work. But that's how the gift of vision works. And as I walk them through what I'm being shown, I tell my clients the best thing I can do is get out of the way. I don't make this stuff up. It comes through me to share with them about their own lives, what's going on. And oh, here's a great example. I've been working with this one CEO now for, gosh, over a year. And once I start working with someone, I just I have permission to dial into their energy field and I see things for them. I might not even be in touch with them. It's like, oh, this is coming up for that person. I'll either let them know, hey, you know, something's going on with you or I'll wait for them to get in touch with me. So this client, I thought, oh, no, this is one that they need to get in touch with me. So day goes by. I hear from the client. I am depressed. I don't I, I don't know what's going on. I'm I feel like I'm doing well. This is a, a business owner, CEO of a of a very profitable company. I I don't know what is uh, going on. I, I think maybe it's this client. And so I said, oh, it's your son. What? It's not my son. I have a great relationship with my son. This is going well. This is going 
great, la la la. And it's like, no, it's it's your son. And it's a point of you having to let him be a man because he was like, I don't know, 19, 20 years old. And there's a struggle going on within you that you're not able to let that go. And it's making you depressed and it's sitting below. So a lot of times what comes up is for the client is something they don't even know. She was not aware. And as this started to unfold and I shared it with her and what was going on with her under the surface, it started making really big sense to her. She actually, and she's somebody who jumps on things that night, sat down with her son and said, we need to shift this relationship and I need to let you go to be the man that I know you are instead of trying to mom over you. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense and so relatable as a fellow mom. Uh, and exactly. <laughs> I think what you're saying is, you know, with the gift of vision, you've been able to see things that we don't always see. And I think that's why it's so important, like you said, to lean into your intuition. Because when mm -hmm. you lean into your intuition, you see things that the numbers or the hard facts and figures don't show you. Exactly. You're going into a very different part of your being. Yes. Oh, this is so, so powerful. So any last tips you want to share with us as female entrepreneurs and coaches in our journey to strengthening the power of our subconscious mind? Sure. The best tip I can give you is to have grace with yourself, is when things start to get stressful, if you don't have like someone like me in your life to help you navigate and walk through that, have grace with yourself. And a reminder to go to that bird's eye place and observe and see where you need to nurture yourself. We have to nurture ourselves in order to have balance. And if we don't have balance, we're not going to have a really good business. Mm -hmm. So start to be aware of that. Start to observe yourself and at the same time, give yourself grace. Wow. Such an amazing way to end this beautiful conversation we've had. Thank you so, so much, Lauren. Thank you. On a fun note, we usually ask one fun question. So your question for today is you have just won a trackload of your last Amazon purchase. What was the last thing you bought on Amazon that you've won? The last thing I bought on Amazon was a book um, by Kamal Ravikant called Love Yourself as though your life depends on it. Ooh, wow. <laughs> so, so powerful. I know it was a fun question, but still, still learning a lot from you, Lauren. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the show and we will chat to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, before you leave, I want to give you an exclusive invite into my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community for female coaches, where I go live weekly to give you my tips, tactics, and strategies to help you unlock your next level business with the power of profitable systems and automations. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I go in there even deeper in the community to help you scale your business faster and get even more clients with systems that are designed to scale your business. Sounds like something you need? 
jump in by clicking rebeccak.co forward slash community in your browser or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to connect and welcome you in there. In the meanwhile, do share my podcast with your fellow business besties and tag me in your Insta stories while you're at it at this is Rebecca K. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.